Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of your D1TN5 for Tuesday, October 19th. I'm Aaron Matus. The AAC will add Charlotte, FAU, North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA from Conference USA per the Action Network's Brett McMurphy, who reports the schools are expected to apply for membership this week and begin competing as early as 2023. The AAC also held discussions with Army West Point, but the Black Knights wished to remain FBS independent. Additionally, McMurphy reports that North Texas, Rice, UTSA, and UTEP previously contacted the Mountain West about membership, with North Texas and Rice engaging in the most serious discussions, but the Mountain West ultimately decided to remain at 12. Regarding Conference USA's hiring of former Big Ten Commissioner Jim Delaney and former Big 12 Commissioner Kevin Weiberg to consult on the league's options, McMurphy notes the information they provided was common knowledge. He writes, you know, Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC, and the Big 12 added UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, and BYU. Per one source, it was so basic, it was something a fourth grader could have put together. A lot of us were thinking, we're actually paying for this? One more note on potential Mountain West expansion. North Dakota State Athletic Director Matt Larson rather emphatically says the Bison have not been contacted by the Mountain West about potentially joining, according to Inferum's Mike McFeely. Old Dominion is working to ensure the long-term viability and attractiveness of Conference USA, per President Brian Hempfel, who adds ODU is working with league officials to bring the conference footprint closer to Norfolk. By working together with our partners at Conference USA, we are optimistic about attracting additional members with regional benefit to ODU, resulting in less travel and greater competition for many years to come. ODU Athletic Director Wood Seelig, who has been a proponent of the regionalization idea, adds, You have to ask yourself, why do three Group of Five conferences have three almost identical footprints? You don't see that among the Power Five. Speaking during Big 12 Women's Basketball Media Day, Commissioner Bob Bowlesby says BYU is likely to join in 2023, and the expectation is that the others will try and do likewise, so we'll have all four of them for the 2023-24 season. Regarding NIL, Bowlesby remarks that he would have liked to have seen more guardrails put in place, noting that there ultimately weren't to avoid litigation. It seems like every time we put a restriction in place, we get sued over it. I continue to believe we will find some national legislation through federal sources. I think having a patchwork of 50 state laws is not likely to work very well. The Washington Post's John Feinstein profiles Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill, who says he didn't give any thought to being named the first black commissioner of an FBS conference until he saw a draft of the news release. When I saw it right in front of me, it caught me off guard. I remember going to NCAA conventions and seeing men like Ohio State AD Gene Smith and former MEAC Commissioner Charles Harris and thinking, I wonder if I could be like them someday. They inspired me. It occurred to me that day that now it was up to me to lead, to try to show others this was a path they could follow. I still very much feel that way. Gill, who eventually was named AD at Richmond, left that job to take over as Executive Associate Commissioner at the Atlantic 10. I took it for a couple of reasons, he said. Campus politics anywhere can be tough. Fundraising is difficult. I'd started to think that my skills were actually better suited to something focused more nationally than on just one school. 
I knew A-10 Commissioner Bernadette McGlade and trusted her. That helped too. Regarding the continued impacts of realignment, Gill remarks, I think our schools understand they're in a good place right now. Our media rights have just gone up and are stable. I know some of our schools would be attractive to other leagues. We'll deal with it as it comes. On whether he'd pursue a commissioner job in the Power Five, Gill notes, I'd be lying if I said a chance like that wouldn't interest me. But right now, I'm more than happy doing what I'm doing. I have responsibilities that go well beyond our team's winning games, and I really like that. Attorney Michael Lyons, who is representing former Tennessee football head coach Jeremy Pruitt, has issued an ultimatum to UT. Reach a settlement with Pruitt or face a lawsuit the lawyer claims would cripple UT's athletic programs for years. On behalf of my client, said Lyons, I can tell you that he's not happy that this is the only choice they've left him with, but he's not going to walk away without getting his day in court. UT promises to mount a vigorous defense if the case goes to court. Vols General Counsel Ryan Stinnett. Your letter contains no denials of your client's actions. Instead, you raise vague and unsupported allegations of other violations by the university and threaten to embarrass the university publicly by revealing these alleged violations. The university emphatically denies these allegations and will not be intimidated into settling with your client based on your unsupported assertions. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the evening standard of your D1T in 5 for Tuesday, October 19th. Thanks for listening. We'll update again in the morning.